Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WHAT, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus. My name is Grace, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Julie, and my pronouns are she, her. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be the hosts for this podcast, so let's get into it. Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Grace, would you like to introduce our lovely co-host today? Good morning, Julie. And then also good morning, Quinn. We have Quinn on the show today. Usually Quinn is behind the scenes doing the editing. Um, but yeah, how are you doing, Quinn? Thanks for being here. You know, the the finals effect has has set yes. in a little bit. <laughs> behind the curtains, we're recording this week 10. Um, yes. So it's, it's a lot going on, um, but yeah. good overall, you know, it's, the sun's shining, so that's lovely. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's nice out today. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about life transitions, and that's why we have Quinn on here, because both Quinn and Julie are walking next two two weeks from now for graduation. Crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm still doing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'll be I'll be coming back, so you yeah. need me alone, Grace. But no, it's true. Quinn is the one leaving forever. Quinn is leaving forever, <laughs> and it's breaking my heart even thinking about it. Um, so I guess that's a life transition that I'll have to handle. You know, that's just one of those changes. Um, but today we're going to be talking about life transitions through the lens of college. So we have some starting off. We're going to have some tips for underclassmen. So you know, if you're an incoming freshman, rising sophomore. Or if you just want more tips, because I still feel like a freshman. So these are probably good for me as well. Um, So we're going to start off and say, use all your resources, especially ones that are offered to you. Um, The Student Tutor Center is awesome. And then also just student centers as a way to connect with people, um, making new friends. Do you have any like favorite student centers, Quinn or Julie? I like the... um what is it? The Multicultural Student Center. It's uh, in Smith Memorial, but um, there are a lot of students there that it's a big space where you can just basically do homework and hang out. But it's one of my favorite places to study because a lot of my friends are there as well. And so it's one of my, and all, a lot of the resources are in Smith Memorial. And so when I'm working there and if I need access or if I have any questions for any of the resources, I just stick around in the building so that's my favorite i have to give a huge shout out to the native american student community center the nascc there's so many awesome folks there um and amazing like programs that run throughout that building um yeah just just so many like opportunities to like build community um there also we haven't really gotten to highlight them this year but i just want to shout out to the sustainability student center also in smsu they do some really cool stuff. Like there's the seed library, um, which is like my favorite. So like they have really wonderful things too to also, you know, get outside and build community. Um, yeah, Campus Rec, all of the other CRCs, QRC, you know, like there's so many cool folks, but I don't know, the Sustainability Center and the NASCC have like special place for me. <laughs> nice, thank you for sharing you too. Um, and then another tip would be to make connections with your professors. I, when I started college, I was like, how am I supposed to talk to a professor 
have 10 weeks to get to know them. Like, I still don't really understand it. Um, but like going to their office hours definitely helps and like introducing yourself first and foremost and getting to know them. Um, it can be hard doing online classes and trying to get to know a professor, especially if your classes are asynchronous. Um, but you know, going to their office hours, if you have even just the slightest question is way better than doing email because then you can kind of like show your face to the professor. And hopefully, um, if you make a connection with that professor, you could get a bomb letter of recommendation and they could also get you other opportunities as well. Uh, I definitely, I've made connections with like my professors in the school of public health. So yeah. Do you have any suggestions, Quinn? Yeah, I, I'd say if there's a professor too, um, the the most important thing for me in my 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 time at PSU has been when I find um, like mentors or professors that like their teaching style um, and their interests like really like vibe with mine. You just latch onto them um, and like really try to make an effort to take multiple classes with them because if you're wanting to seek those letters of rec, like one term, they're not really going to be able to get to know you. Like like you were saying, like ten weeks isn't that long, but if you're able to take like be strategic and like, you know, follow them along. They probably teach like multiple classes, take those multiple classes. Like you'll learn a lot. You'll build that stronger relation. And then also for, for me, like one of the most um, like influential and important things that I've done in my undergrad has been an undergrad TA. There are professors that do like want those and, and it's, it is a little bit of extra work. Like you've got to hustle, but um, it's so rewarding and wonderful. Um, and that also like you build a really strong connection with that professor. Um, or like ask about research if you're in like kind of a STEM related um, like field. I know a lot of folks have also built um, strong community that way. Totally, thank you so much, Quinn. Um, yeah, I think making connections with professors is beneficial no matter what, even if it's like, I mean, it's not like the sort of thing where you're making a connection with a professor just to get a letter of rec. Like we're not saying like swindle your, like pretend to be friends with them so they give you a letter of rec. Like I've actually have a lot of professors that I like really love and I'm glad that I get to be in their class and such. Um, so yeah, that's really an awesome part of, or just important part of being in your underclassman years is kind of making those connections so that you can take more than one class with a professor later on. Um, and then going back to kind of like resources, joining clubs and organizations is really helpful and allows you to make friends and take your mind off the of school. Um, I've made some friends by going to different like programs, like the campus rec always does like Zumba and stuff, which is really fun or like yoga classes. Those are really fun. Um, but even just like going to other clubs. There's tons of student clubs all around campus and they don't have to be through campus rec either. They're just all over the place. So uh, another, like a really great thing to do is go into like any sort of area where they have big bulletin boards, like FMH or the SMSU or Kramer. They always have big bulletin boards of just posters and stuff that students are advertising clubs for, which is really cool. Um, and I've found a lot of stuff through that as well. And then lastly, just like reaching out, reach out, reach out to professors, reach out to clubs, resource centers, join their, um, what'd you say, Quinn, their listserv, like a email newsletter? Yeah, I I don't know, when I first came to PSU, because I'm 
super nosy and I want to make sure that I know all the resources, especially like in this position, since we're working with students so much to like help connect them with resources. I was like, I got to know everything that's going on everywhere. <laughs> um, so like, even if, I don't know, um, even if there's just like a passing interest in something, like it's worth getting on their like newsletters for it um, because they won't just share out their events. They'll share out all of the events that they get um, informed about that are like even slightly related to that field or, you know, club or group or organization. I've learned like so many awesome opportunities, both like on PSU's campus and off PSU's campus because of those like resources. Um, so yeah, you're, you're, you gotta like, you know, get really good at like organize your inbox a little bit more um, <laughs> with that. But I think, um, you know, the con of that uh, definitely um, is, is less than like all of the benefits that you get from you know, being really connected with folks. Yeah. And I want to say like, it is hard to just like, like, none of us are being like, well, if you want to make friends, just reach out, just like, you know, reach out to your professor, whatever. Like it is harder than it sounds, it seems. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that because especially in this new era of like hybrid, some online, some off offline, like in person and just like even making new connections through the internet and like I feel like PSU is so big that I've even made friends through Instagram because they have like PSU in their bio it's like I don't know this person I'd never meet them in class because PSU has a million students so there's no harm in reaching out and talking to others but it is it can be hard sometimes but just know that like everybody's kind of in the same boat everyone's just like awkwardly trying to navigate this new era of socializing and like school as well um so yeah yeah those are all very good tips thanks grace um yeah and i wish i knew some of that when i was an underclassman so those are all very helpful tips so we're going to move on to our next section which is tips for graduates or about to graduate i guess because it's like t minus what when like two weeks T minus one week, I don't know, something like that. Um, but so far our first tip is just keep moving forward as graduates. So as graduates and not being in school anymore, we tend to get questions of like, oh, what are you going to do next? Or what's the next step in life? Um, or especially the most toxic question in my opinion is, did you get a job in your field? Um, and many are more inquisitive questions that can be very intrusive. But like, make sure that those questions, like they don't get to you because um, like what we've mentioned, it's really important for us to just keep, keep moving forward. And sometimes things that we don't do becomes like the best thing that we'll ever do, you know? Um, and so be kind to yourself. Many of us tend to compare and especially being on LinkedIn is very toxic because people just post the good like part of life and not the progress or like the process of getting there so if you just if you're just graduated um don't feel the need of like having to be right in your field you know or get a job right away because it's a process it takes time and sometimes you just need a break which we'll talk about later on um in this portion but be nice to yourself and be um just accepting the fact that not everything happens instantaneously and that it'll just take time to get there. So that's the first tip for graduates. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, Julie. You know, some of our greatest lessons come from, you know, misadventures or, um, you know, like things that might not seem connected, but they're deep, deep transferable connections between the two of them. So 
I love that. Um, the other thing we'll just like throw out there for y'all is, um, and this goes for graduates, um, but I think it really goes to like all of us um, anywhere in your life. It's just really be comfortable with that being uncomfortable of that, like being, you know, okay with like not really like knowing um, or, you know, you know, that making changes, uh, take it, take it from someone that has had many a transitions <laughs> in my life. Like they're really hard and, and difficult and like, you don't know everything. Um, and like the steps through them are going to be um, like, like quite uncomfortable at times, but those are really beautiful moments of like transformation um, and, and, and growth and opportunities to like learn things that, you know, hey, this really works for me or hey, this really doesn't work for me. Um, and that's, you know, very powerful. Um, you know, and, and take that time too. like you'll in that uncomfortableness, you'll really be able to see um, quite clearly at times like what like truly like matters to you um, and what doesn't, you know, really like serve or honor you um, as much anymore. So 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 lean into like, you know, that uncomfortability, um, you, you'll you'll get a lot out of it. I, I, I like deeply feel that. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And it's always like taking the risk, right? And knowing that not every choice is the right choice, but sometimes it's the best choice. You know, that's why we take them. Um, so yeah, that was great. Uh, another tip is to build network. This one's one of my favorite <laughs> because I'm always like networking and communicating with my professors, colleagues, and classmates. And I guess this tip can go to both under like underclassmen or graduates, it's really important to build this connection. And especially after you graduate, make sure, because I think your email dissipates. Something happens to it like after a year of graduating or like six months, I'm not sure. Six to but nine make, months. Something like that. So make sure, I can't emphasize this enough. Make sure you write down emails, especially professors you're, you asked um, a letter of recommendation for, keep in touch with them, you know, and like update them on your progress of your application and what you're doing. So just in case later in the future, if you need references, you can still reach out to them. So make sure you still keep in touch with professors or anyone you make connections with, because who knows, you know, someone might get an opportunity that they can introduce you to. So make sure that you stay in touch and check in with everyone, your professors, colleagues, classmates or anyone you were able to make connections with during your time in college. So that's that. Yeah. Networking is so important. It's like, it's just, it's just one of those things where you just have to do it, which is kind of insane to me. Like you can get your degree, but if you're not networking while you're getting your degree, you're going to go out into the world and be like, Hey everybody, I have a degree. And then it's going to be like, well, who do you know? that sort of thing like it's just very important and I don't know I have like mixed feelings on how important it is because it's just kind of like okay but yeah it is I just wanted to say like it is important um just as important as like going to classes as well and like reaching out to those professors too yeah absolutely like right like you know it takes community so having that community around you um to support you and to like for you to help support them um really like shows um I don't know like that commitment and that drive um but it's also very very hard um and sometimes quite inaccessible <laughs> so I, I but yeah I agree with y'all um the other thing that we just want to like like uplift and throw out there for y'all is um you know like folks still use the phrase like like the set those realistic expectations or like don't um don't try to be like 
perfect right out of school, right? Because we're we're going from this beautiful like little like even I don't know for for me I've had to work like multiple jobs the entire time that I'm in school, so I'm still in the working field. Um, but we're still in this beautiful little like sheltered bubble where we have this time to like really think about ourselves and like the world and how we want to like impact it and interact with it. Um, and once you graduate, like a little bit of that beautiful bubble kind of kind of dissipates or gets left in the past. Um, and we're, you know, moving on to like really like actively being a part of it. Um, you through that, like we don't like not one individual that goes through this like has um like clairvoyancy. We can't we can't see um what the path ahead will like have for ourselves, let alone the rest of the world. Um so I think like really have that like like compassion for yourself and and like you know don't set aside the goal of like oh I'm going to like perfectly get into the exact dream job that I've thought of since I was ten um, and I've like like it has to align with this the degree that I have um, and that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life um, because you know most most folks don't do the same job that they you know we most people anymore like don't have the same job for their entire life. They like, you know, move around. It's like fluid, you you gain experience in some place and then those skills can be like transferred to another like passion or skill. And that's perfectly normal and like a beautiful thing. Um, so really like, like think of like each experience is, is helping you like grow and learn. Um, and even if, you know, you take a job and you work at Bear for like six months and you're like, oh my God, I'm so miserable and I hate this thing. Um, and it's related to your field. If there's another job that's outside of your, like, you know, if like, it's not, um, if, if you were in engineering and you see a job in like sociology or something like, you know, there's skills that can be transferable. It's all in how you kind of um, explain those connections and your drive and your passion that'll get you there. So, so don't think so much about like like that perfection and that it has to be aligned um with this like receipt that you got um think about it as like it's your journey of like your growth as a person to pursue like the passions and like goals that that you have of like shaping the world around you um is kind of the way that um i've at least tried to like conceptualize it so um yeah don't set your expectations um, and kind of just with roll with um, the journey as it comes. Thank you for saying that, Quinn. I appreciate that because it is all just a process and it's hard to not set yourself up for those high expectations and be a perfectionist as well. I know that I definitely feel that way. Um, and then that can just lead to burnout and then it just is like a snowball from there. So giving yourself grace and understanding is really important. Yeah, no, like to emulate what Grace was saying and what Quinn was saying, like allowing that fluidity in life, you know, takes this course and just don't resist or force against change because sometimes change is good, you know? And like what Quinn was saying, there isn't a receipt, there isn't some kind of like specific rule we have to follow throughout life in order to be successful because success comes in many different shapes and form. So like allow things to happen, you know, and just like, don't plan too much and don't stress when there's change. Um, so yeah, lastly, I want to leave y'all with the last tip for this is to like, 
this is very controversial, I swear, among graduates on whether or not to take a gap year or not. Um, but as for our tip, we're just saying like, if you feel like it, if you need one, you know, or if you want one, like just take one. Um, we always, I mean, like do whatever's best for you, but a gap year isn't the worst. Many people think that gap years put them behind comparing to their colleagues. However, sometimes gap years are good. You know, it doesn't also, it doesn't have to be one, a gap year. It can be like gap years. It can be multiple ones. Take as much time as you need to recharge because you think about it, right? Especially it's very common for many of us to go like from grade school, right? K-12 to like college. That's just like, what, 16, 17 years or school or more if you've spent more than four years um, for your undergraduate. So think about all those years, right, that you've been in school. It's okay to take like some time to recharge, take a quick break, you know, if you think you need it. And like I said, gap years can look different for everyone. Many can take their gap years to just rest, do nothing, completely nothing. Some may want to travel, do something outside their scope, outside of just education, whereas others might be working, gaining experience, preparing for their next step in life, such as working on applications for grad school and all that, you know, so it looks different for everyone. So don't feel like your gap year has to look like your friend's gap year where they're just grinding, whereas you're just taking a break. It's fine. You know, it's fine for it to be different. There's a variety of ways that you can use your gap year. But like I said, you can either take it if you want, if you need it, or you don't have to. You know, it's just something that we suggest you to think about because I think it's a great opportunity for you to kind of like explore what's out there, you know, and you might gain interest in something that you never thought that you would before, but just spending that time, taking that time to kind of appreciate the things around you and just grow as an individual, I think it's great. Yeah, I, uh, something that came to mind when you were sharing all that, Julie, is something that like a really um, special and dear mentor to me um, has said. Um, they like framed it, uh, like we spend, um, you know, the, the phrase is like, just chew your food. Um, like we've spent all this time, like you talk about, right? Like going through school and like consuming all of this like knowledge and understanding um, and things. And we're rushing the entire time of like, oh, I have to just graduate. I gotta like get to this, like, like great, I gotta get to this thing. So I have to take this next class. And we don't really get that time to like process, um, like really like chew on that knowledge and understanding and like absorb it like into ourselves and then have time to like transform ourselves to like live in and act that. And like really figure out like what how does this knowledge like serve me how does this knowledge like serve other people um so that gap year can be a really beautiful time to like just chew <laughs> chew on that um and really like process that stuff um anyway just something that you know that's great and it's just like i don't know appreciate that time you know come on you just did that you you just went through your undergrads, like look at you in higher education, go you, you know? So uh, making sure that, I don't know, you're taking that time, digress and knowing what you really want to do and do not force yourself to do anything. Um, but yeah, Grace, were you going to say something? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, I just kind of wanted to emphasize the importance of a gap year as well. Um, and I mean, everybody's career and life path is different, but um, I think taking a gap year is really valuable, especially now when it feels like the world is kind of crumbling. It's just kind of like, just take time for yourself. Just, you know, figure out nothing, nothing is a race. Like once everybody gets to their twenties, nobody knows what they're doing. So it's like, <laughs> like fully, everybody's just kind of floundering around. So there's no shame in, 
you know, taking time and figuring it out for yourself and kind of like what Quinn said, like chewing on your food, like absorbing those four years of grind, if not more years of undergrad is like, you have to appreciate that and you have to like take time and like, you know, absorb that. So yeah, that's all I was going to say. Just, I think it's important to acknowledge that there's no shame in taking a gap year either. And I don't know how many, like, if, if, even if you're like in the middle of your degree, there's no shame in taking time off as well. Like I know so many people who finished their sophomore year and then decided to take a year off and stuff like that. Like just everybody's at a different pace and there's no shame in it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, totally. It's, you go at your own pace, you know, it's, I guess the only competitor out there in life is just you yourself, you know, and you're like your biggest critics. So like allowing yourself being graceful, being compassionate and just allowing yourself to take the necessary breaks throughout life. Um, but yeah, those are all the tips we have for our graduates. Um, our next is just what we're going to do next. So like we said, Quinn is about to graduate, which we're all very sad about. Um, so we thought it would be fun for all of us um, to share what we're going to do next after this year, because there's also like the season finale. And so we want to know what everyone's going to do, um, although we'll be back in a couple months. But we're just going to talk real quick about what our next step is. But Quinn, would you like to start us off? Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, so my like four years at PSU and with what um, we're winding down to an end, which wasn't supposed to be here this long. I was a transfer student, um, but I just loved it so much. I kept coming back. <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I'll be graduating this June, which is wild. It's something I never thought that I would um, get the opportunity to do. So I'm very like honored to be able to be at this point. Um, I am currently planning on um, pursuing getting a full-time gig somewhere. Um, I'm looking, you know, within the realms of like community mental health, um, kind of like public healthy community mental health, like blended um, positions, um, you know, because that's really where, you know, my, my passions have, you know, have led me, um, which has been a really wonderful thing to discover. Um, I'm also uh, planning on pursuing, um, getting into a master's level graduate program um, so that I can hopefully become a LPC or a licensed professional counselor um, and pursue work doing that. Um, I guess I should say too, I'm, while I'm looking for full-time gigs, um, I'll be studying up to get my QMHA, which is a qualified mental health associate. Um, that's a special thing Oregon does. Um, and you only need to have um, a bachelor's degree or a certain amount of hours in community mental health to be able to get that certification. So anybody that's in, you know, related helping fields, um, if you haven't heard of that, should should look into it. It's a really cool opportunity um, and like opens the door for you to be able to do a lot of really cool stuff um, in the field. Oh, that's my, <laughs> that's my little monologue. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to like seeing how, how it all turns out because I, I really don't have super solid plans, just like distant goals in mind, you know? And that's good. Good enough. You know, having those goals and something that you can work toward is great. Perfect place to start. So I'm very proud of you, Quinn. Um, as for me, I'll also be walking with Quinn this summer, but then uh, unfortunately I have to come back for a few more courses to actually be done done. So this is a little false, false celebration, but it's, I so appreciate it a lot. Um, but for me, like I said, um, I still have a couple courses left 
to fully uh, complete my degree, but I am planning to, um, I'll be studying for the MCAT this summer, so that'll be fun. Um, and then I'll be taking the exam in September. And after that, just taking a gap year um, to kind of focus on gaining more clinical experiences and also spending time to work on my med school application. And hopefully I'll be in med school sometime in the next few years. But uh, yeah, we'll see how things go, how things unfold. Like I said, I'm just gonna let the future take control and just see where I'll end up. But that's my plan. What about you, Grace? Um, I just want to say I'm so excited to have Quinn as my therapist in a few years, as well as Julie as my doctor. <laughs> I'm not sure what I can contribute to this trio, but I know that I will get a lot out of you two. You're our patient. You're our patient. I'm your patient. <laughs> but um, it's just amazing. Like Quinn's already my therapist and Julie's already kind of my doctor. So it'll be nice to be like in a more professional setting with them in a few years. <laughs> We're certified. We're actually certified. You're Grace Webster certified. Yes. Um, you don't even need to walk in two weeks. I'll just give you a little certificate from, I'll just do like a little Microsoft word art for you guys. I, I need that. I demand. I, I will do that for you. Now. I promise. You <laughs> I will print it out at the library. They got color printers there. Um, but yeah, in terms of what I'm doing over the summer, um, I'm going into my final year of college and hopefully graduating next spring. Who knows what will happen? Um, but yeah, I'm like currently on track to graduate next year, but I'm taking summer classes. I'm just taking two summer classes to finish up electives. Um, and this is going to be my first summer in Portland, actually. So I'm really stoked because I've never been in Portland for a summer. I've always gone home. Um, so yeah, I'm really stoked about that. And I'm going to be doing uh, training with my dog, which will be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's my plan. We're excited to have you here for the summer, Grace. I yeah, think you'll, no, you'll love Portland during the summer. It's beautiful. We can, we can do group training with my dog. We, You both know that he needs it. Harmon. Harmon, shout out Harmon. Yeah, Harmon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's basically all we have. I mean, the last part is I just wanted to give a quick shout out for Quinn. Like we've mentioned, Quinn has been here forever and has basically been the vessel of what. So we really appreciate you and all the support you've given us. We'll miss you a lot. We'll miss you dearly, yeah. but best of luck to you and all your endeavors. We know that wherever you go, whatever you do, Quinn, you're going to be successful and you'll always make us proud. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to see how things go for you. Um, whereas for Grace, thank you so much for being such a Aww. phenomenal co-host throughout this year. Um, I really appreciate everything we've done together. And you also make me really proud. I'm <laughs> stop, very Julie, proud of you. Stop. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited for us to come back next season yeah. and uh continue with this. But yeah, thank you, you both. Y'all have been awesome superb and yeah. I'm so grateful for you both I can't believe like when I interviewed for this job I was like I either want to do campus well or marketing like I really don't really I don't really want to do podcasts and now I'm like I can't imagine my life not doing podcasts like I love you guys so much I'm so glad that we got to work together um and I love all of our listeners as well uh and thank you so much Quinn and thank you Julie for all your support and help um, 
and helping as a guide for my very scrambled brain. So I really appreciate both of your help. No, y'all have like taken this like medium that so many other folks um, have like Siri and Allison and Bella and Jude and if I'm forgetting anybody y'all shoot me a text and yell but like there have been so many people that have like been involved in this project and it keeps just growing and growing and like I don't know the the skill that you two have of just like popping on every week and like bringing your presence into um you know an audio only format has been just such a treat to be able to like edit and work with and I'm like so blown away and so proud like constantly and it's been such an honor to like get to know you both um and collaborate on things and I'm thank you for your sweet words and I'm, and I'm so excited to like stay stay in touch um and like you know I'm gonna harass both of you in a group <laughs> chat over the summer every day yes. I mean it's like a good morning text and a good night text <laughs> <laughs> that's great um but yeah so that's basically all we have for this season. Can't believe it. We're wrapping up another season, um, but we'll be back in the fall. We will be so back. You'll, we'll I be back know. in the fall and you you all will hear me beg Julie to stay for another term. <laughs> every episode of fall term. <laughs> be on a lookout for those. But yeah, we're wishing everyone um, a great summer. Stay safe. According to Grace, we're sunscreen. Please, we're sunscreen. Uh, but yeah, have a great, well-rested summer break, and we'll see y'all in the fall term. Woo! All right, bye. Thanks, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you next week. We at Shack are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number at 503-725-2800. If you are looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine, that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the CampusWell app. Also, feel free to check out the virtual MindSpot experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including resources links in the episode description as well as a link to the episode transcript. If you have any questions about health, wellness, shack, or anything we discussed in this podcast, please fill out the Google form in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next week on What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor.